to a very special edition of Comic Issues. I didn't. I, I didn't. Ex, I didn't expect you to say. Anything. I couldn't help it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning into Comic Issues for a very special podcast where we will be reviewing the latest X film, X Men First Class. I'm here with the introduction of our newest writer, Leland Pierce. How you doing, sir? Good. Good. And I am your host, Anthony Silva. Um, it's a little late, the movie's been out, but if you haven't seen it, if you've been on the fence, sit with us for 20 minutes, and we will tell you why you should see this, and why this might be the best comic book movie this year, maybe the best comic book movie in a long time, it's been... Ever. Maybe ever? (laughs) No. (laughs) It could be, it was really good. Do you tell your viewers the truth of why we're late? Uh, we've had some technical difficulties. We've tried to do this before. We tried like, to be like more Howard timely. Stern? Be honest, open. I am honest and open. We we did struggle, um, and and I pulled some hair out trying to do this once before. But now we have the the, the very pretty mic that we use for our usual podcasts, and uh, so now now we're gonna go through. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. It looks like a nipple. Does it? Is that what it is? <laughs> Because we, we always kind of feel it looks like a dick. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 very kind of old, old-fashioned Mike-like. Moving on. That's what we do. We just... Um, so, uh, I mean, I've I've seen the movie twice at this point. You went and saw it twice? I know. You it's... have to understand, people, he can't afford dinner. But yeah, he's went and saw it twice in well, the theater. I only, I only paid for it once. But it is... I mean, this yeah, is the first movie... Yes. This is the first movie in a long time that I've seen twice in theaters. I mean like just just overall, you know well with Thor we, we started off with our with our grade and then we justified it. So what would you give X Men first class? Well, a solid A minus. For yeah. me anyway. I'm, I'm an X you know I'm an X fan, yeah, so yeah. yes, it has issues, but there's really it doesn't matter what the issues are. You could watch two and a half more hours of Xavier and Magneto playing chess at the Lincoln Memorial and yeah. just having a phone book read, and I would pay for it. They, they were they they held that movie rather together. So and James James McAvoy and um, Michael yep. Fassbender, like they're they're the biggest reason to see the movie. Yeah, but we know McAvoy's good. We've yeah. seen him. He's been nominated. He's done his work. Like you're like, yeah, we know you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fastbender was the wild card. I mean, if anyone saw him in Glorious Bastards, they know he was good. He stole that one scene. Uh-huh. But then you see him in If You Saw Jonah Hex, and then you kind of like, oh shit. I didn't. I didn't realize <laughs> it was him. I'm sure he's trying to forget that it was him too. But he's also in 300 too. He's, so are a lot of people. Well, yeah, but like I, I didn't realize that. What he's was played, he in 300? He's um, the, the son of um, Leonidas' buddy. Like, he, like I can't... I, he plays uh, Stelios. He plays Stelios, but I couldn't... I can't remember. He plays one of the Spartans. <laughs> he's the one, like, uh, you know, he's he's the one guy's son, and he gets killed in battle, and then the dude just goes nuts. I can't I can't remember the name of the... Like, I can the, safely say I did not see that twice in the theater, so... Neither did I, but <laughs> I own it. I've seen it many times since. I'm a, I like that movie. Neither did America. Um, <laughs> but we're not talking about that. No, we're like... I, I was surprised that I'd seen Fastbender in, in a couple other roles that I really liked, and it wasn't until this movie, you know, until he gets a lead, that I find out what his name is. Yeah, no, he's good. I mean, it was Monday morning after the box office returns came in, and, let, you know, granted... 
the studio considers it somewhat of a flop because, you know, it didn't make Thor numbers, but at the end yeah. of the day, the movie is being critically acclaimed better than Thor was. You know, uh, Fassbender Monday morning, you know, I'm pretty sure he got a call being like, welcome to the rest of your career. You know, I mean, he's filming with Ridley Scott right now, so he's good to go Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll recover from this with a good Ridley Scott <laughs> yeah, flick. He's, he's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, no, um, but, I mean, the relationship of Magneto and Xavier... You got some of it in the previous X films, and for the purpose, there's only X one and two. Yeah. So that I mean, happened. You you know that they have this very kind of um, friendly kind of gentleman's agreement between the two of each other, where they're you know it's it's very civil. It's there's no you know uh, they're friends. Violence. Yeah, yeah, they're they're friends with just these uh, extremely. Um, contrasting views. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we got we got Magneto doing his. I mean, I would pay to see Magneto Nazi Hunter the movie and not even care. Yeah. I mean, you got you got he. They, you mean they redid his origin, which was you know flawlessly filmed, just like the original. If you know, if it wasn't oh, yeah. intermingledly cut with parts of the original, yeah, who's to know? The movie um, opens with the same opening of. Which is good, because, you know, for people, you know, I'm going to use my father as the example, because I use him as the everyday American. He put two and together, not having a clue that he had seen the first one at one point in his life. But, you know, he remembered. Yeah. You know, it was nice to see Xavier as a kid. I mean, but, you know, we got a little different origin. They threw Mystique there in the beginning. Yeah. Which, anyone who knows Mystique's origin, that didn't happen. But you forgive that, because as far as the storylines from the two previous films, it works. And... It kind of gave Mystique a third dimension. She was, let's be honest, a yes. two-dimensional character at best. She was, With for sure. uh, probably a total of two lines between both films, maybe? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, she is... She's, she's, she's the muscle, which was kind of weird because you had Sabretooth and you kind of wonder, well, well, if she's the muscle, then what is he doing there? Until oh, that's now, right, nothing. Yeah, until now, the character of Mystique has just been the blue naked chick. She's just been the blue naked chick and kind of, you know... I can't. She didn't serve any purpose to the story. She had like one line of like I guess criticism on you know the the way mutants are the, handled, yeah, the way yeah. things are. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was it was nice to see her in. The movie takes place in the '60s, which we we didn't mention, and that I think is what made this movie work more than anything else. Was that you had a timepiece with it? Yeah, like there wasn't the. I mean, yes, there's a, 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 a retro. There's like a retro vibe to it that you don't. Yeah. They, they didn't rely on that technical stuff, like I don't know. The, Trying the, to make up technology to kind of yeah. Make I mean, work for I mean, you. I don't think they did that so much in the. No, that's kind of a stupid comment because they had Cerebro, and that's kind of technically. Yeah, bad, but like so. Cerebro is almost a character in itself. It's kind of a thing that yeah, you could not have it in the movie, but yeah. it's well, bigger you could than, not not have it in the movie. Yeah. I mean. Xavier with Cerebro go hand in hand. If he doesn't have Cerebro, he's just got his chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, like, the, the whole feel of the movie being 60s, um, you know, the all the clothes, the music, you know, it all really fit very well together. Yeah. Including, including uh, the second time around, I realized the, the score to the movie really gave a lot to the, uh, to the rest of the film. Well, did you sit and watch the credits at the end of the movie? I sat there, legs crossed, and my back teeth floating. Fair enough. For for nothing to happen, by yeah, the way. <laughs> for anyone who hasn't seen this, yeah, you yeah, can leave yeah. right after the credits start. There's nothing at the end of this. <laughs> 20th Century doesn't need to do any other Spoiler. Marvel Marvel comic BS. <laughs> there's there's Nick Fury ain't showing up in this one. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, no, I mean, even those credits are, they're an homage to all those movies from the 60s, the swing 60s credits with the the circles and the triangles and the flashy lights. I mean, if you've ever seen Dr. No, Mm. the opening credits of that James Bond movie, they'll they'll cause a seizure. I mean, that's how crazy (laughs) they are. And, you know, but it's Bond, so you forgive it. I've heard a lot of comparisons to the kind of feel of the X-Men movie to some of the old... Oh, no, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, this is the 60s, especially Magneto... Nazi hunter, you know. I mean, even um, Xavier trying to get laid in the bar in the beginning was this is so, solid. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch. Well, because up to this point, he's been Patrick Stewart. No, nothing against no, no, no Picard, no. but he's an old British dude. So and he played stuffy. In, he played an old stuffy. Yeah, he's, he's, it was perfect. <laughs> for, yeah, but, but you have to remember he was once in his twenties and yeah, probably one of the now you get to see him. You know. Uh, you know, kind of right out of college, he just gets his um, his degree, and he's going to be, you know, professor. But you know, he's still like in his uh, late twenties. Yeah. yeah, he's in his prime. He's out there, you know, using his power selfishly, hitting on chicks and trying to get laid, and it's it's hilarious to watch. It's and he says groovy. He says groovy once. Totally, I totally buy it. <laughs> you know, like the, when you when you go th- when you go back to a period piece, it's very easy to try and use, you know, what existed, but it still comes across as campy. Saying groovy, you know, can come across as campy, but, you know, I think that might be the only time it's used in the whole movie. Uh, well, good. Two, yeah. <laughs> two, two groovies would have been two. One's one good, many. two's pushing it, three's gone too yeah, far. Yeah, you you're turning into Austin Powers. Um, yeah. Right, well, you, got, you got the 60s, and their mutants are just popping up. Inner, yeah, inner kind of... uh, Moyer McTargaret, who's not Scottish in the film. No. Nor is this really her at all, other than the name. But, again, it works for the storyline, so it's kind of forgivable. It is, you know, she's in Las Vegas trying to find the Hellfire Club, who, you know, anyone who's an X-Fin fan knows who that is already. Yeah. You know? But if they don't know, then it still, it's it still, still works out. You still get a good, you know, you got Kevin Bacon as Sebastian Shaw. Not his origin either, but, again... No. For the story presented, it works. Like the movie, you know? the movie takes huge liberties with um, the characters from the comic books, but you know, then again, so does the original X films. They, you really couldn't make the comic book first class movie here in for for this movie here. The the time is way too far apart. You going into this movie, you have to know that you know these characters are going to be different. Things aren't going to quite fit. But for all the liberties taken, it's still an awesome film. It's the best X movie. I'm, I'm, I really try to kind of hold it up to X two, and I, it's, I throw, it's, um, it's a tough tie for me personally. It's too different. I can't compare them because X two yeah, is I not really an X Men movie. X two is Wolverine's The Further Adventures <laughs> with a co-starring the X Men, and that's pretty much I, what it, it is. Wolverine I mean, and the X Men. I yeah. kind of, I kind of see, you know, and I, I can't fight that point very much. I, <laughs> but like, it's still, it's still really good. No, no, you know, I, like, X Two is enjoyable. It, I mean, all, even with all its flaws, it's still a very good movie. Especially for the time that it came out, uh, like all the little cameos and all the little, um, you know, toss ups for fans. Like it's, it's so enjoyable. I remember, you know in the theater watching it and my eyes bugging out when I see Colossus for the first time and when I see the phoenix in the water at the end of the movie oh is that what that was (laughs) 
Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Look like an amoeba. <laughs> I didn't know my heart was going to be ripped out of my chest in the next movie. Uh, X one and X two, I feel, don't pander to the audience as much as X three and Wolverine do. Yeah, you know, especially Wolverine Origins. I mean, my God. <laughs> Here, uh, let's put the blob. It's almost like they're throwing darts at a calendar of all the X Men characters, and just like, yeah, we'll throw that guy in too. Yeah. In you know, and Emma Frost is in that. So they tell us it's him and Frost. I yeah, mean, let's, let's be honest. That's, um, that's, that's one thing that really kind of messes with the continuity of this film. Not really. <laughs> well, it's, there, there's a couple things. There's a couple things. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, but they don't know. Uh, Emma Frost is like the, my favorite X-Men, so to hear true. that she's going to be in the movie is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And then to be presented with the only negative I will ever say about X-Men First Class is that January Jones is dreadful. Like, she's bored. Yeah, they... Very bored in this movie. It was almost as if the director was like, I'm going to need you to act a little bit more impatient, and her idea of impatient was to huff and puff and scratch herself. And that's pretty much all she does. Yeah. She looked great, don't get me wrong. No, yeah, she looks She's rocking good. that costume. Yeah. <laughs> but there's only two reasons she was hired. <laughs> and they're right there on screen. In a, in a bustier. <laughs> I mean, she's fellows? she's absolutely... Uh, uh, yeah, no, ah. I, and I... And I agree. Um, January Jones is, is probably the, the weakest point of the movie. She's the worst vi- person on the planet, she's, let's be she's honest. Very, she's very dry. She's, she's uncharismatic completely. Really, there's only one scene that I even like with her in it. And really, it could have been anyone. I just liked what the character did. Are you talking the nail filing scene? Yeah, when she's well, you know my theory that she was not. She wasn't told she, she was being she, filmed. She, she didn't even know. <laughs> she that was her that really was just, just bored. Her sitting there. She's just like, oh, I guess I'll file my nails yeah, while they whatever. figure out what they're doing. Oh look, oh hey, the lights red. Oh, you know. No. Um, getting back to the the point of all this is that is this is a solid film for fans comic book nerds alike i mean even i i mean i work in a comic book store house of secrets burbank california um and i get people i i have to hear about it weekend week yeah. out i i work on sundays i have to hear about all the nerd things that go on and the first thing everyone has oh did you see the movie that opened on friday and i usually have to talk to them and everyone had the same kind of vibe on x-men first classes it's amazing it's great solid b to a minus film it has its flaws, but everyone tend to like it. Yeah. I mean, again, it came down to the two leads. Yeah. They carried this movie so well that you didn't really care what happened. I mean, you know, and it's got it's got a lot of gems in it. Yeah. I mean, not to I'm not we're not going to spoil anything specifically, but there's a lot of cameos that pop up that are valid and worth so cheering for. Amazing. I so mean, amazing. And yeah, let's, by let's, far the best PG third F off ever used in any film thus far in cinema history. I we'll, mean, yeah, we'll, we'll save that just in case someone doesn't know. It's been out for two weeks. You people have seen it, I know, but, but um, let's, let's save it because if you don't like, I didn't see it coming. No, no one it, did. And it was so good. It's, it's it's. I mean, in the you know, it takes place right around the Cuban Missile Crisis, which they play up. Um. Well, you know, good. And, yeah. You know, no, plot, it works. It works. Plot point. <laughs> How awesome was the Hellfire Club submarine with a disco ballroom? I mean, <laughs> you're just like, oh, well, of course they have a submarine. Of course they do. I have you of ever seen the it's old fully furnished? Right, but have you of ever seen they the get um, TV reception? Yeah, miles over the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, miles, miles. Um, did you have you you've seen the? Uh, the old 60s Batman movie, right? Yeah, yeah. With the penguin sub with the flippers. Like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of expected that a little bit. Like, I expected the Hellfire Club with like, little flippers. But 
But I mean, who was who else was in this movie that was that's worth? I mean, you got Beast. Beast played a really um, solid part. He, the, that new act t- playing him was pretty good. I mean, um, when he changes, it's a little little weird. The mouth's a little weird. Yeah, but it works for the cat beast is what they're going the, for, the, and the not more, the, the monkey the beast. beast. Uh, Banshee's pretty solid. I enjoyed him. Um, uh, you were kind of hesitant, I believe. Yeah, yeah, like he's. He's, he kind of plays this half comedic role in kind of the, like a slapsticky uh, sidekick, but I don't know. Like it's I don't know. He's got the cape, so I was pretty solid. <laughs> I was I wasn't upset that he was there. Nothing about him bothered me. Um, I just didn't I just didn't jump on him. Uh, what about Havoc and his hula hoop power? I mean, it was kind of weird. And actually, of the um, the the first class of the X Men, those you know those new mutants that they recruit and find, um, he's kind of the one that. Uh, doesn't fit to me the most. Really? Like, yeah, well, well, no, no. To me, the <laughs> not Lenny the, Kravitz's daughter. She the, doesn't throw it <laughs> off for you at all. Like. The, the actor, the actor himself. Like, I he, thought he was all right. He looked misplaced. Look, he's a good-looking dude. That's why he was there. Yes, <laughs> but like he's he he's got like the the hair that just doesn't seem to fit for the time. Okay, and, I'll give you that. He he's definitely an Abercrombie and Finch model yes. that they just hired him. Oh, he, he can act too. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah. take off your shirt and shoot something. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what he's there for that purpose. That's fine. Yeah, it works um, out. They didn't give him a whole lot to do. No, but I mean, it was neat to see the the circles on the the costume and the power being used like I guess like how you'd imagine it to be used. I, you know, I'm not hoop not hoop too sure. Power ha- Havoc's kind of forgotten about. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like even in the the, the, the cartoons, he's out in like space, Havoc is right? like one episode. Oh yeah, in the he, cartoons he gets like guest starring Havoc, and then he's yeah. not. Sometimes he's Scott's brother. Sometimes he's not. You know, uh, yes, current continuity. Yes, Havoc is out lost in space with Polaris lost and Rachel. In space. But they're uh, they're coming back. So they're 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 going to go them. find them Good just in them. time for them to cancel Uncanny X Men. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. bring it home to cancel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for we'll, whatever we'll they're doing, I guess I don't know. Um, but uh, like Kevin Kevin Bacon, solid. And for it was the, nice to see him act again for the first time. I think this is really the first movie where I really liked him. Like to me, he's always just kind of been up. Oh, Kevin Bacon's doing this movies and that movie. Yeah. He's never really uh, grabbed me or made me forget what his name was when he's in the movie. <laughs> Not when he raped that girl when he's invisible. No, nothing. No, Holla, no, no. Holla Man didn't do it for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't do it for America either. No, um, no he's solid. Holla I mean, Man too, though. Oh. That's the shit. <laughs> Yeah, Hollow Man too <laughs> with Christian Slater. Really? Oh yeah, he's the Hollow Man. <laughs> I, I didn't even see it. <laughs> oh. Wait, you didn't you didn't rent that awesome director video gem? That's streaming for free, by the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> so. now that it's streaming, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, no, I, Kevin Bacon. I mean, it was. I mean, he puts on the Magneto helmet, which is. I guess not Magneto's helmet at that point. It's uh, well, it doesn't start with the right. Movie. I mean, he puts it on. I like how it pushes against his nose and gives him like, a little bit of pig I, nose. That I was kind of funny. I never noticed his nose in the film <laughs> until uh, until I heard it mentioned that the helmet points to it, yes. and then I see it the second time. I'm like, oh my god, he yeah, does have kind yeah, of a pig his, nose. His nose is a little big, but you know what? The helmet looked badass. I mean. He goes, um, <clears throat> that scene when the bad guys go to the X facility, I don't know where they actually were. Oh, they like never, the little the undisclosed location of America's Oliver Black Platt's, Ops. Uh, off-site. Yes, Oliver Platt and his Poor nameless guy. character, I know, Man I in Black. 
I mean, feel bad it was him. almost like X Files Smoking Man, like, <laughs> but not as. But at awesome. least Smoking Man didn't die five minutes after his introduction. No, we had to wait nine seasons. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> Too long seasons. Like really, a lot of props to director Matthew Vaughn for this flick. You know, I, I think a lot of credit can be given to him. No, I mean, he did, I'll give him this. I didn't like Kick Ass, but the movie was directed well. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to direct an action flick. So and a comic book flick. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, know. I mean, props. Yeah. <laughs> Tip my hat to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got. I mean, oh, was it Ezekiel? <laughs> Azazel. You want, you want me to say it? Just point to me and I'll say it for you. Like, I keep turning him into, like, some Amish dude. <laughs> putting up fences, Ma. Um, Ezekiel doesn't believe in zippers. <laughs> he wears leather. Um, the, yeah, he uses tail to kill He was Russian, out. though. Like, he, is, was he? Is, yeah, is Nightcrawler's dad Russian? He's a demon from hell. I don't think they have a continuity. Oh, is he? Is he just straight well, up a demon? I well, he... from in, okay, if you want to talk continuity, well, yeah, I'm, comic I'm wise, continuity. yes, he's like a demon from hell or oh. something of that effect, who screws Mystique and she gives birth to him, and and then you puts, know, and then she puts screws him in the river. Yeah, <laughs> puts her in the river. <laughs> Very Bible-ish. For gypsies to find. Um, well, Mystique got around. That bitch. That bitch no, got yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she had. She she uh, Sabretooth had a baby with her, yeah. Uh, who was human and hated mutants. Graydon, uh, uh, Grayson Creedon no. Creed something. Yeah, um, Creed, lousy Creed. character Creed. Uh, that's pretty much yeah, what yeah, every yeah. time he every every issue he pops is like Creed. I was like oh we're gonna deal with this again. Uh, um, hate mutants. You know and then was it uh, she it. had her special relationship with the old lady known as Destiny. <laughs> I think Mystique's the only broad who's banged more characters than Wolverine. Uh, she's done him too. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's done Wolverine. I mean, but, but Wolverine's done everybody too. Yeah. I mean, except Jean Grey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Forbidden Fruit, the only conquest he hasn't he hasn't made. And that, in, in the current continuity, alternate reality is all man. He's, oh, um, pretty much every alternate reality, they let Wolverine nail Jean Grey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but we digress on the, the sexual adventures of, of yeah. fake people. Um, let's, let's try to talk about the movie a little more. <laughs> well, you got... Who else? You got, you got Angel, who is the... Grant Morrison's Angel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of people, um, if you don't know uh, about the comic books, don't be confused about the little uh, fairy girl being called Angel. She's actually a character. Uh, don't I'd worry, nobody bug. likes her. Yeah, she's you a know, bug. Fairy implies pixie. Yeah. And Pixie's a badass in comics. <laughs> Nobody liked Angel in comic books either. <laughs> so so don't feel bad if Except you really didn't care Grant about Grant Morrison. <laughs> Except Grant Morrison and Bird Boy. <laughs> oh, God. Beak. Beak, yeah. Oh, lousy bird. <laughs> What's your mutant power? I don't have any. I just look like a bird. Awesome. That's just unfortunate. <laughs> yes, That's Grant Morrison trying to make a point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you going to peck me out of that? But, um... But, yeah. Um, and then there's, um... Darwin, There's who is Darwin. The, the most recent addition to the X-Men lore and rebooting characters and going back in time. They added Darwin. He's also, it. he's also the first to die. Yeah. I don't know if it's, you know, because he's black or because he's just the weakest character. 
cut that. I don't make. I don't make. I don't make uh, uh, judgments. Yeah, I, I, that was a big spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, can't spoil Wolverine, but you're like, fuck it, he dies. The black guy gets it. <laughs> spoiler: Xavier's crippled. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, yeah, so you got different characters, and they're all brought together to uh, stop basically uh, Kevin Bacon, who wants to uh, create World War Three for mutants to take over the population. One thing I really that's what loved, I got out of all those. Uh, what I really loved is for the movie, Sebastian Shaw is kind of like this pre-Magneto, like in a see, sense. You, you see a lot of like this, you know, uh, mutants should rule over humans in him. That you know, kind of it's it's very raw, but you can see like under different circumstances, the two characters of Magneto and Sebastian Shaw really could have worked. together. They should have worked together yeah. clearly, but yeah. it's it's only for the fact that uh, Magneto has this very deep personal vendetta against Sebastian Shaw. That they don't work together. No. If it wasn't for that, I mean, they'd be teaming up and the whole world would be gone. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got your big finale battle where, you know, Which everybody is, gets, it's, that finale's awesome. It's, you know, it's, I mean, full, it's full of action. And it's, Michael Ironside, let's address that. <laughs> I mean, anytime Michael Ironside rolls up, and the dude that was like fourth lead on Roswell, the TV show, like, oh good, he's still working. Um, <laughs> he's got a rent check. <laughs> I mean, you got Russians versus the Americans versus mutants yeah. with submarines and blackbirds and 60s like, music. I mean, it was a plethora of happiness on the screen for it's, anyone it's who likes like comics. Every, it's everything you could really want. Um, and a lot of shit blows up. Yeah, and like a lot, a lot of emotion amongst this action scene. Yeah. Like it really, by, by, the time, by the time you're done with this movie, like you, you really feel... For these, for the for the characters, I mean, for Magneto and Xavier, yeah. like you are so invested by the end of the movie, like you, I mean, you know where it was going to end, you, but they, that doesn't stop you. They they do the um, unbelievable thing of making you forget. Yeah. That <laughs> spoiler that you, alert: that you Xavier are... <laughs> loses the use of his legs. Um, that you you forget that until it happens, and I mean, I remember in the theater there was a oh shit. Yeah. There was an oh shit moment where oh, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's right. He is a crippled dude. You you, you kind of forget about that until it happens. And it's, then it's, it's almost, done so well oh, and flawlessly. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I, I teared up slightly. I mean, I mean, it wasn't like a Toy Story 3 cry, but I, you know, I teared up a little bit. It's, like, it's, it's almost like Homeboy going into walk. the Star Wars prequels and forgetting that Anakin becomes Vader. Like, oh, don't even. <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing a, a you know a comparison to it. Like you know, you know, you should cut all that out. <laughs> you know, you know these two guys who are becoming such close friends. You know that you know they're they're gonna split, and like you you kind of just you have to expect it's gonna happen in this movie. Yeah, but it took. 20 minutes for us to feel more compassion for those two characters than three movies. Yes. For the other character. This, where you're like, I this, don't care what happens to how, you This is people. how Darth Vader should have gone. This, <laughs> Matthew Vaughn did it right. George Lucas did it wrong. <laughs> it's, um, it's tough to talk bad about Star Wars because you still have to give it so much. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I have a hard time making fun of Star Wars because at the end of the day, I still have to give it so much. I'll give the original trilogy so much. Yeah, I know, but like that's you know that's 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 part of it. Um, so I mean, like I I feel I feel very much the same that you know you you would grade it about a minus. That's where I 
you know, that's exactly um, where I am. With all its flaws and inconsistencies of non-comic well, bookness, and I don't even want to say flaws. I just yeah, want to say... I mean, as a movie, oh, like, it's it's practically flawless. Yeah, I mean... When you compare it to continuity, that's where you're like, okay, well, this isn't right, and this isn't the same. Yeah, this is kind of Fanboys, relax. It's, it's, you know, your comics are still at home. Um, Enjoy that this is probably one of the best comic book movies ever made. Uh, yeah, I'll give it that a slight, yeah. I mean... I mean, how many movies? I can can't you... really compare it to anything at the moment because I'm still riding high on how cool it was. But yeah, like, yeah. I mean, compared to the movies of this summer thus far, yeah, I mean, I mean, I enjoyed Thor on a whole other kind of level. I yeah. mean, for me, these are two completely different movies. They, so, they, they are, you know, um, but comic like still, book movie, nevertheless. Still, walking out of Thor and walking out of X Men, I'm like, I enjoyed X Men. So much more than Thor. And I like yeah. Thor. I mean, I gave Thor a strong beat. Thor's epic. I know, you said that. <laughs> you, you were a little more colorful when you said it, but... You <laughs> I'm, know, that's, be, I'm being that, good for your audience. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, X-Men is really, I think, the only problem that... Well, I can't say the only problem, but one reason <laughs> why X-Men hasn't made the same kind of money was that it was such the underdog of the year... It, I don't think it was really um, given a chance from the studios and from well, but, a... I mean, that and um, the stink of X3 and Wolverine come with it. You think? That's, oh, so, believe, so far, Yeah, no, so that's what after? it is. I mean, a lot of people are like, ugh. I mean, like, I... Wolverine was only two years ago. I mean, that's, yeah, that's not... It's enough time to kind of forget. But, uh, like, for ugh, me... Really? I mean, it was really painful. I, I uh, have trouble forgetting it, too. I mean, it's... I don't know, no, but like going I mean, going into the movies of this year, it was like, oh, Thor's coming out. Oh, kind of green. It green was Lantern. the dark horse that was forgotten about, it was, and it's not Marvel Studios. So Marvel Studios doesn't need to promote it as much as they need true. to. And but as like, soon as the the copyrights go back to Marvel, yeah, then we'll see the well, reboot. Yeah, I mean, it'll be rebooted yet again, yeah. probably with a whole new cast. And yeah. you know, it, I'll, I'll say it right now, it won't be as good because Michael Fassbender will not be Magneto. They'll find whoever's hip and up and coming at that time, you know. Not to say that they don't find somebody. Channing good Tatum and... is Magneto. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> oh, fuck your face! I, I don't understand. I can't believe you went there. Um, I was, I was, GI Joe. But uh, to, to me, Duke. It's just, yeah, it was, it was Duke. I was like Hauser. <laughs> To me, it was always like, oh, yeah, and X-Men's coming out this year. Yeah. And not until, like, maybe three mo- three weeks before the movie came out did I actually see anything that I'm like, oh, this does look good. Oh, dude, that week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was Wednesday before Friday. I was like, oh, shit, X-Men comes out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, who knew? <laughs> it's So it is kind of a bummer that it you know took two weeks for the movie to make over $100 yeah. million. It's such a good movie, and it's re- it is just they, go they will uh, they uh, DVD and Blu-ray sales will be astronomical for oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, 20th century's good. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> though. Like, I think they're okay. Yeah. Um, they're gonna live. Lights are going to stay on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Warner Brothers is sweating right now, though. <laughs> They're kind of like, yeah, Green Lantern oh, maybe. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm wrapping up X-Men. No, it is by far one of the better yeah. comic book adaptions in the last ten years. And But, I mean, you have to take it with a grain of salt, though. Um, 
for every really good comic book adaption movie we get, you know, let's say Dark Knight, we get a Ghost Rider or a Spider-Man 3. So it's, I don't want to say too much of a good thing, but so far this summer has been really, really solid. So you have to think, which one's the one that's going to be lesser? I'm still really excited about Captain America. Green Lantern's the only one I'm like, ah, I want it to be good, but... Captain America is uh, him beating up Nazis, so yeah. A+. Plus. <laughs> like, I, I really can't see how you can go wrong with that. Uh, hey, maybe Conan will be the one that beats them all. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, want, I want Conan to be the flop of the year. <laughs> I don't think you need to want. <laughs> yeah. just, just wait till August. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your wish has been granted. <laughs> well, are you, are you saying a Rose McGowan movie will not do well? I like Rose McGowan. Yeah, I like her with hair. That's true. I do too. <laughs> and I also one leg her with two legs. Yes. <laughs> All right. So in uh, closing, in closing, um, if you have the chance, if you know, go See ahead, it. Hit, hit the matinee. It's totally worth it. You'll thank yourself when you walk out of the theater. Oh, oh, oh. Best part of the movie, though. Last shot. Magneto's helmet. Look for it. You'll know oh. what we're talking about. If you're, right. if you're a fan of the X-Men or Magneto in general... Yeah, the biggest fanboy... You, you will boner up about this. It is the best thing ever. The biggest fan service for the hardcore geeks comes at the very, the very end before the credits. Yeah. Even January Jones doesn't ruin the ending. It's amazing. Well, because she doesn't, she doesn't really say anything. Thank God. Thank you. Because she ruins all things that are fun. Uh, Seriously, watch Mad Men. Great show. She's dreadful. <laughs> so as always, be sure to like us at Facebook, facebook.com backslash comic issues. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash comic issues pod. You can subscribe to our YouTube at youtube.com backslash comic issues. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review on iTunes. And you can find us by searching comic issues there uh review subscribe give it a little four stars four or five are there five stars if there's five stars go ahead it. i've never given anyone five stars so i don't know you should give us five stars you're a part of this uh-huh <laughs> cut that out <laughs> uh, being <laughs> and you can you can always uh write us at the email comic issues at gmail.com and of course always keep coming back to the website you can continually earn up your geek points, and that's going to be www.comic-issues.com. What do you get with your geek points, Anthony? You cash those geek points in for huge prizes. Still plenty of prizes left from E3, from all of our other sponsors. There's a cornucopia of amazing prizes. Are any of those prizes cornucopia-esque that come with things from the store named after a fruit? No. Continue the shop. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to wrap it up for us. I am Anthony Silva. I'm Leland. You want to give me a little more oomph there? (laughs) Why lie to the people? Ah, because you've got more than that. And we will see you next time.